This is Clayton for Podcast Radio Business. We're joined by Dan Scanlon, Executive Vice President of Brookfield Properties, and Raul Aparici, Head of Faculty from the School of Life. Thank you both for joining us to discuss how arts and culture can drive workers to return to the office. A study of 3,000 office workers shows 63% in the 18 to 29 age bracket prefer being in the office but the number rises to 75% when those workplaces have art installed. Dan, Brookfield Properties has a three-decade history of providing art and entertainment in properties. How did this report come about? Thanks, Clayton. The report really came about following the pandemic and a huge focus on, obviously, the return to work, working habits, companies re-examining the working environments, and engagement with their employees. And we thought it was a timely opportunity to get out and, and obviously have a science-backed, uh, engagement-backed research piece focusing on this particular topic. And, and what we found is, is clearly through our decades of, of involvement at Brookfield Properties in, in providing an arts and engagement program, is that people are excited by these things, they're engaged in these things. Um, but what we didn't have to hand is some statistics which supported that. So it, it not only supports the endeavours that we're going to, it helps with our tenant engagement platform, focusing on the things that you know we should offer to people, but also supports our business case and, and the business case of others to enrich the lives of people by providing art, culture and, and wellbeing events. Were you surprised at the response to the survey questions because I, I was quite shocked. I wasn't I wasn't personally, you know, as I said, we uh, we made sure to involve thought leaders in this space and scientists and and their view was that the science, you know, the science backs this type of research. It was consistent with what we've been hearing whenever we put something up on our platform. Uh, across our portfolio, huge uptake, uh, a lot of interest. We've got a, a number of large public spaces which created in the city uh, that we do year-round events. We've got something like 50-plus events across our portfolio, um, which are, you know, really appreciated by not only the occupiers, but we're seeing, you know, local local community visitors and also the artists themselves who get, you know, a huge sense of, of pride seeing how people interact with these things. And when we've tried to make sure that that, that events program is hugely diverse so it's, it's covering you know not only established contemporary artists but emerging artists and and all sorts of events that might range from you know yoga in the sky so the top of our towers or brush and bubbles where people get to enjoy a glass of champagne while they paint artwork or chess outside on our public realm sculptures that people can you know sit on touch play with etc throughout the week be that you know early mornings, weekends, evenings, as well as during during the working day. If they're employers, how would they instigate a process of getting art into their workspace? I think we're already finding that, you know, employers are already on that journey of, of consulting more with their, with their staff, trying to work out what their staff wants. I mean, clearly, if they're in a Brookfield property, they can talk to us as landlord, they can get access to the app and they can get access to all, all the events and engagement that we have running. And, you know, like we're doing at the moment, we're engaging with certain tenants who are particularly interested in, in joining with us on, on a particular exhibition or, or an event. 
Um, so, you know, trying to obviously utilise those experiences. So if people are already in a Brookfield property, they are obviously in a position to engage with the ladies and gentlemen at Brookfield in order to, to get this type of thing into their environment. Exactly. We've got a you know, hugely talented team, a marketing team uh, in-house who, who are putting on all these, these great events. Um, and we've also got, as I say, we've got a, uh, a website where we can get access to to provide this at brookfieldproperties.com. And then more generally across our global portfolio, uh, you know, as I said, we're a 30 year patron of the arts, but, you know, we put on something like 500 plus events reaching audiences over a million people uh, globally. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Now on to Raul. How does art instill happiness in the workplace? Well, I think it it starts a conversation. And if you think about the what is the question that art is trying to answer, that alone can be you know, an hour of, of thinking about this. And to me, that, that's kind of the way in, is thinking about how, how has art been trying to answer some of the big questions about what it means to be human? How have artists engaged with the difficult questions? And sometimes it's not so much about language or about getting somewhere or about seeing life as a problem to be solved, but actually is about a realization that, that some of the questions that art poses are not necessarily easy to answer but they are great to engage with. So I think it, art can directly appeal to some of our shared humanity. Uh, and it, I, I realize it's a very poetic answer. In a way, it's, uh, it's how it plays out a lot of the time. We're moving forward a bit away from the pandemic. There is a clear divide between those who want to return to the workplace. And while we see the numbers returning increase, do you see that that is going to be a situation where the demand for good workspaces or quality workspaces increases as a result of that return? I think so. People's expectations have changed quite a lot uh, in coming back into work, but the report uh, shows very clearly that there is a large percentage of workers that rather be in an enriched office. It's important for us all to pay attention as to what it is that uh, the, the workforce now requires in order to not just to do their best work and to be productive and all of those things, but just to be more engaged, to be happier generally. So uh, that to me, that's the way things should should be going right that we leave our home and we go somewhere where we can do our best our best work is that a philosophy that's really echoed by your work within the school of life yes before the pandemic we would hold our events in beautiful spaces we would get people together and then we adapted like everyone else to virtual events and um, noticing really what we missed which was that the, the surroundings being in beautiful open spaces meeting strange face to face, then the strangers becoming friends, and that, that, that lingering at the end of an event that does not happen when you're home and you just, you know, switch off your computer and you're done. Whereas uh, in social events, in, in beautiful environments, there, there's so much to be gained. And for all of us, it's been a pleasure to slowly return to this. And that's certainly where our focus will be. So our relationship with our places of work have changed. Are we going to be seeing more employers looking at this as a way of retaining staff? I think so. Um, the expectations, we, we know that millennials, for example, have very different expectations from the world of work. And they're not wrong the way they're asking for more 
in terms of what they need to, to do their best work. So if I was to put my money in a bet, I would say that, yes, things are going in this direction and they are going to improve. Where can the audience that are listening, where can they in the first instance get access to the survey report? Uh, they can get access to it on the Brookfield Properties website, which is brookfieldproperties.com. And, uh, you know, it, it was really for public consumption, the report. And, and as I said, that's why we went to and involve thought leaders and scientists in collaboration uh, to make sure that it was, you know, it was a, a fair and, and balanced research report. There are employers that are listening to this and they've got staff and they feel that obviously they care about their well-being. It's one of the drivers of being an employer nowadays. How does an employer who has got no experience of this start in their journey of trying to enrich their workplace? Get in contact with the School of Life. A little plug for you there, Raoul. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's obviously a very a, a good start because uh, with Mental Health Awareness Day, the, the shift as to what people really need in terms of supporting the office, uh, we at the School of Life really like to work on having those conversations that right now may feel a little bit awkward or a little bit out of, out of place in the workplace. So um, that's a good start to, to also ask your employees, what is it that you need in order to make your everyday just a little bit better? Um, and that's, that's also a good start and then reaching out and seeing what everyone else is doing, like Brookfield Properties, a plug for you there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, there, there's no need to reinvent the wheel with this, right? There's so much out there um, already that they're doing that's a good blueprint to begin with. Probably just add to that, you know, we've embarked on the partnership, not only for the research report, but we're progressing that to a, a learning and wellbeing program with the School of Life, which we're rolling out to our, our occupier base in London. Uh, which which will be fantastic and, and will be forthcoming over the next few months. Great. Thank you very much for sharing that. So Dan Scanlon, Executive Vice President of Brookfield Properties and Raul Aparici, Head of Faculty, the School of Life. Thank you for joining us on Podcast Radio Business. Great. Thank you. Thanks.